Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Good Wednesday. How are we looking today? Boy, it's a miserable day. It is just a misty, craptastic day. I know in the northern portion of the state it's not too bad. Uh, but uh, here in the Milwaukee area, it is a uh, for lack of a better term. Just is. Just kind of craptastic today. But that's okay. We are uh, getting you ready for the weekend. It is Bears week. Always. We're going to talk with Peter King today, NBC Sports NFL analyst. We're going to check him out uh, on the weekly uh, column, Football Morning in America. We're going to hear from him coming up a little bit later on. Talk about everything going on in the NFL. Uh, Sean Devaney, NBA writer for Forbes.com and Heavy.com. Sean is going to be here. Burke Griffin, sports director from WFRV-TV, CBS 5 in Green Bay, is going to be joining us. We're going to talk with him about uh, about this upcoming contest between the Packers and the Bears as well. And, uh, and you know what? We'll start off today's show. Uh, again, congratulations, Leroy Butler, a semifinalist. For the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame, Leroy's going to get in. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Charles Woodson also making the semifinals, and Leroy deserves to be. I'm not saying Leroy deserves over Charles or Charles over Leroy. Charles is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. There's no doubt about that. But Leroy deserves to be there, and he's going to keep knocking on that door, and he's going to get there as a finalist, and eventually you're going to get in. Wouldn't that be great if this was the year? Although, although I will say this, um, in my selfishly, between you and me, I hope neither one of them make it this year because Super Bowl is such a – it just is. With everything being COVID-driven and not being able to attend things in person and not being able to get the you know these guys on Radio Row and not being able to do all of that because it's so disjointed, it's kind of like you lose your pomp and circumstance. It's an honor to be in the hall, but you lose your pomp and circumstance – because from the beginning to the end, because of COVID, it's like I, it, it's like this year. You want to see the Packers do well, and you want to see them go to a, a you know, a Super Bowl. But wouldn't that be the kick to the groin? That yeah, you can go to the Super Bowl, but the Super Bowl in Tampa is going to be nowhere near what it's normally like. Because right now the reality has shifted, and so as much as I believe they're going to get there, and as much as I want them to get there, 
as a Packers fan, it's almost like you're being robbed of the, a little bit of that joy and a little bit of the, the pomp and circumstance that these guys deserve. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, but, but again, uh, congratulations to Leroy and to Charles Woodson. Whenever you're recognized by your peers and recognized by the, by the committee and those voting you into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, um, that's, that's, that's huge. It doesn't matter if you're sitting at home in COVID in a mask or if you're, you know, out and about. It's still you're being recognized for what it is you accomplished on the field and throughout your career. And so that is 100% huge, and that is, uh, that is quite the honor. So congratulations to both guys. Then word comes down, the Badgers and the Golden Gophers, which we thought was going to happen, and I hate to say it. Uh, we talked a little bit about it yesterday, but uh, canceled. And just it's just another casualty of the world in which we live, you know. It's like college basketball. You're hearing about all these different college basketball teams that can't travel, can travel, will play, won't play, what they're doing. You get word the the, the Bucks are going to start the season with without fans. You know, it's just I, I you know, there's I was I'm really trying to stay up on all the COVID stuff and this vaccination stuff and Here's the question, and this I, I don't want to get too into the political side of things because I, I don't think it's necessarily political. I think it's more about health and wellness. But when you think about this, if indeed they have a vaccine, now you got to get people to take it. And whether it's available in 5 million or 10 million doses or however many doses they're going to have, and you give it to the frontline workers and how many frontline workers are going to take it and then how many patients are actually going to take it. And once there's a vaccine, do you then – just open things back up and go back to normal and say, well, look, there's a vaccine. We, we shouldn't be remaining closed. Or do you got to wait until the population? T- I mean, because people just tend to think that, you know, come middle of December when this vaccine comes out, that we're all good. And and as much as I want that to happen, I, I think basketball is going to look different. I think baseball is going to look different. Um, and we're counting, hopefully, on maybe by next summer being out and about again. It's just a really weird year. It just is. Uh, Jason says, uh, come hell or high water, if my Green Bay Packers go to Tampa Bay for a Super Bowl, I am going to be there, even if I have to stand outside of the stadium and yell, go, Pack, go. That's the way a lot of Packers fans feel. I agree with you. 100%. That's the way a lot of Packers fans feel. I, I, I would. Just go be, just try to go absorb something. You know, just go to, try to try to absorb some atmosphere, maybe the weather, you know, whatever. You're going to run into other Packers fans that are down there, whether they're behind the mask or not. You're going to be able to tell by the cheese heads and the green jerseys. Right. So I I get you, man. I really do. I really do. Eight, five, five, eight, three, zero, eight, six, four, eight. But again, congratulations to Leroy Butler, Charles Woodson. And uh, also, it's a shame the Badgers will not be playing this weekend against Minnesota. I just kind of pull your hair out, don't you? Uh, let's do this. Uh, I, I want to also, uh, in the next segment, I want to talk about the Bears specifically. And how serious are you taking this game as far as the Bears being a legitimate threat to the Green Bay Packers coming into Lambeau Field on Sunday night? Do you really look at the Bears as a legitimate threat? I do because the Bears have a really good defense. I am really interested and anxious to see this Packers offense and offensive line try to open up holes in the run game against a really good 
Packers def- or uh, excuse me, Bears defense. This is a championship style defense. They just don't have the offense to go with it. So I'm really interested to see how the Packers are going to fare. So uh, 855-830-8648. How serious are you taking this uh, this Bears team come Sunday night? 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer. Bud Light Seltzer tonight, coming up 6 to 8 tonight. We've got the Bill Michael Suttle. It's presented by Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good. Go to BudLight.com tonight on the air. Going to have our good friends from CBS 58, Drew Burgoyne, and also our good buddy Kevin Holden. Both are going to be here coming up tonight on the panel, so we're looking forward to that discussion. And, again, getting you ready not only for the games tomorrow, but obviously the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears coming up. Uh, that is coming up on Sunday night in prime time. Hey, also a reminder, and I know we've got a big uh, 24-hour broadcast coming up next week when it comes to the uh, the toy drive. but uh, And I was asked about this today. Uh, a friend of mine who lives up in Rice Lake had uh, texted me and said, hey, are you doing the toy, toy drive? And I said, yep. You know, And he asked if we were doing the live broadcast, and we're not. Uh, we're not going to be on site like we do in the past. Again, COVID being the year that has affected everything. However, however, and I've, I've talked about this time and again, um, watching the tote board rise last year, for those of you on – the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network, all of our terrific stations, you know, our ESPN station in Wausau, our newest one, the fan up in Green Bay, our friends out there in Madison on the zone, uh, you know, Sports Talk 105.1 up there in Eau Claire, and obviously our, our great affiliate KTY and company uh, out there in Lacrosse. There's so many of them, okay? Um, we can't raise the money for the kids without you. We can – the Milwaukee market does a tremendous thing. Okay, they they support it big time. It's in their backyard. But God forbid you have to come from Lacrosse or come from Green Bay or come from Sheboygan or come from Shawano or you know any one of these cities in the state or outside of the area even and bring your kid to uh, Children's Wisconsin. So this time of year specifically, we try to do everything we can to raise money, to raise money for toys. Obviously, we are loving the new unwrapped toys. Okay, uh, but. We would really appreciate uh, the monetary donation as well this year, probably more so because we want to be able to go buy the toys for the kids. So we've got the big broadcast coming up next week. But in the meantime, if you want to get a jump start on it, uh, all you got to do is go to 1250 AM The Fan out of Milwaukee. That's 1250 AM The Fan out of Milwaukee. And you can click on the link for the 14th Annual Toy Drive to benefit Children's Wisconsin. And, again, we can't do this, you know, and, and I take a lot of pride in the network. Uh, for two reasons. It's got my name on it, but you, I, we can't do this without you, and I can't do this without you. For those of you listening on the network all over the great state and beyond the borders, we can't do it without you, and we can't help the kids without you. So please, if you can find it in your heart and in your wallet to help us help the kids, it doesn't matter the size of do- the donation. It's the heart that we're talking about. Uh, if you can o- open it up a little bit, we would appreciate it. Go to 1250amthefan.com. Click on the link for the 14th Annual Toy Drive Wisconsin. And, uh, and see what you can do. And we appreciate it. Uh, let's do this. When we come back, are you taking the Bears seriously coming up this Sunday night? Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Let the good times roll. And I want these words to make things right. But it's the wrongs that make the words come to life. But who does he think he is? If that's the worst you got, better put your fingers back to the key. One, I need one more time. 
Welcome back to the program. Glad to be with you on a misty, rainy day. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical Center. Guys, the holidays are upon us and gift-getting and holiday parties and traveling and all that kind of stuff. It takes some energy, right? And if you're sluggish, you're foggy, you're moody, you're going to be the guy that uh, everybody calls the Grinch, probably low T. Uh, my friends at New Mill Medical Center, they can help you out uh, with that just like they helped me. And if you've got uh, the energy, you can enjoy all the holidays and you can enjoy everything it has to offer. And when it comes to gift giving, guys, there's no better thing to give than you, the medical experts at New Mill Medical. They've got a 98% success rate of treating guys with ED as well without the nasty side effects of the pills and the creams. And I know a lot of great food right now over the holidays. You don't want to pack on the pounds and come out of this, come out of COVID and everything and just be a blub. You know what I mean? And you don't want to be the guy that everybody's asking, hey, play Santa because you put on all the weight. In fact, uh, you can be on your way to a slimmer you with the All-in-One Weight Loss Program. So call the medical experts over there. New Mail Medical Center, 414-455-4451. Again, 414-455-4451. That's the New Mail Medical Center, 414-455-4451. So how seriously, how seriously are you taking the Bears coming up on Sunday night. And I, I got a couple of tweets here, a couple of emails as well. Um, this one is from Jesse, and Jesse says, I'm taking the Bears extremely serious. It's a rivalry game. The Packers need this one. They can distance themselves between them and the Bears and pretty much end the Bears' thoughts of getting to the postseason. I, uh, I, uh, I don't know about completely eliminating them from the postseason, but as far as them winning the division, yeah, you can pretty much put uh, that that one of the final nails in their coffin. That you're correct about. 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. Give us a shout. Um Art says that uh, I don't take the Bears seriously. They were a joke to begin with. They have more wins than what they actually should have. This team's terrible. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have a run game. Their offensive line sucks. They've got a decent defense, but that's about it. If the Packers can't stop this team, they can't stop anybody, and Mike Pettin should be fired before he leaves Lambeau Field. Appreciate the email. I, uh, You know, it was interesting uh, listening to Matt LaFleur's comments talking about playing off the ball on third and long and talking about playing soft and how we got to, quote, shore that up is what he said. Uh, there's a couple of times now where he was pretty stern when talking about the defense. Um, I mean, obviously him and Mike Pettin do have a history prior to Pettin, um, you know, just kind of, I don't want to say being forced on him, but being on this coaching staff prior to Mike, Matt LaFleur being hired. Uh, there's a Shanahan connection there, obviously. So, you know, I'm not going to say that he did not did not want him, but uh, but he was the the guy that was a holdover from the Mike McCarthy deal. And I thought it was a good idea to keep Mike Pettin around. Mike Pettin being a former head coach, he has that experience. He's a guy that uh, Matt Lafleur could lean on. So I'm not going to say that it's a it's a given that Mike Pettin is not going to be, you know, coaching the Green Bay Packers anytime soon after this season. But I think, but I think if I had to be a betting man at this point, 
Um, at the beginning of the season, I thought for sure that Mike Pettin would be able to turn this thing around, get guys that know the system, be able to excel. I really did. I thought that they would actually pick up a couple more guys to help this defense. And then you start to talk about, well, is this is is it the the X's and the O's or the Jimmys and the Joes? Okay, we talk about that all the time. But as time goes on, I would have said 70-30 would say that Pettin would not be fired at the end of the season to where the pendulum has started to swing, where I would say 60-40 would tell me that he is. 855-830-8648. Gunslinger says, I'm not. Uh, no, but I'm not playing. The Packers, though, better take them seriously. That's from Gunslinger12. Michael writes in the Wendy's email inbox, they better damn well take this team serious, otherwise Aaron Rodgers will end up hurt. Joseph Mark uh, writes in the Wendy's email inbox, he says, I take, the, I take the Bears very seriously, although I don't take Matt Nagy seriously. As you guys have said over and over again, he tries to be the smartest guy in the room. He will figure out a way to screw it up, but their defense is legit. Damn straight, the defense is legit. I really am interested in seeing how this Packers offense is going to is going to min- now if if the defense holds their own and does what they're supposed to do against a really really bad offense and continually gives the ball back to the Packers offense just because they're going to pound their head on that door so many times eventually you're going to break through three four five times so I expect the Packers to win this contest I, I, I I'm picking them I would put money on them I would bet my house on them just for the for the mere fact of the the Bears offensively stink, they're terrible. They're one of the they're one of the bottom five teams in the entire National Football League. But like I said, that defense that's on point. That's on point. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Twain writes in the Wendy's email inbox. He says, the Bears still suck. Uh, I'm not taking them serious. We have been beating up on them for quite some time. It should continue on Sunday night. Book it. Packers 35, Bears 10. Gary writes in the Wendy's email inbox, Packers get the win, but it's going to be a closer game than everybody than everybody thinks. I think this Bears defense is for real, but if the offense can get up early and make this offense of the Bears one-dimensional, they're going to win this game going away. Otherwise, you're going to let them hang around, and it will then be a contest. That's from Gary. Gary, appreciate the email. Do you think that this Bears team, are you taking this Bears team seriously at all? Or is this going to be one of these just, eh, no big deal? I mean, when you look at the Packers' uh, schedule from here on out, they lost Indianapolis, yes, but now they've got the Bears, who are a uh, team in free fall, the Philadelphia Eagles, who really aren't good, the Detroit Lions, who again last weekend got blanked, then the Carolina Panthers. I think the Carolina Panthers might be the toughest out of all of them. Carolina at least has – they're an up-and-comer or in the midst of a rebuild, I guess is the best way to put it. But at least Carolina, they, they give you everything all the time on every snap. They may not be successful all the time, and they're not. More often than not, they're not. But at least they play hard. The Bears' offense just sucks. And that defense will keep coming after you and coming after you and coming after you because it's a rivalry game. But if you get up on them big, eventually that defense is going to go, you know what, what are we doing? We're supporting an offense that's terrible. They picked a, a poor excuse for a quarterback in the draft. 
They brought in Nick Foles, who's banged up. Our head coach had to give up play calling because he tried to be the smartest guy in the room, and he was continually bad. Laser's okay, but he doesn't have much to work with. Their offensive line's a mess. Their run game is just bad. Montgomery is is not the, the running back everybody thought he was going to be. He can't create on his own. So Packers get up in this game. It should be a walkthrough. It really should. 855-830-8648. This one is from uh, the Jagman. Jagman says, uh, don't, let, uh, don't let the door hit you in the rear end as you leave Lambeau Field, Bears fans. It is going to be over quickly. We will put you out of your misery. Then he's got uh, Bears still suck. There you go. It's rivalry week, man. It's rivalry week. Just doesn't feel the same, though, does it? Just doesn't. Just doesn't feel the same. Bears sitting at 5-5. Five and five. They're a 500 team. They have lost, though, four in a row. And like I said, they're in the midst of a free fall right now. Four in a row. After starting out 5-1, and one, they've lost four in a row. Not a good team. And like I said, uh, the Detroit Lions sitting at 4-6 and six in the season. Packers atop the division. If the Packers get the win, that will make the, the Bears 5-6. and six. Packers go to 8-3, and three, three games up. They're not going to lose the division. Um, Minnesota sitting at 4-6. and six. And Minnesota has more of a shot, I think, at overtaking the Bears than anything. I think Minnesota is, even though they did get beat this past weekend, which by the Cowboys, I just I still scratch my head over that. In that thirty-one twenty-eight game, I you know again their defense. Uh, Kirk Cousins didn't play a terrible game, but their their defense just gives up thirty-one to Andy Dalton and the Cowboys. Holy mackerel! How's that happen? Let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break. When we come back again. How seriously are you taking the Chicago Bears? And uh, coming up a little bit later on in the hour, the college football playoff rankings came out. And it's it's got people up in arms, but it is what it is. And it's exactly – it is what we thought it was. And we'll tell you what that means coming up. And also Peter King from NBC Sports, the NFL analyst, coming up after the top of the hour as well. Stay tuned for that. More of the Bill Michaels Show brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip who have the great take-home heat and eat meals going on right now. Chicken fettuccine Alfredo. They've got uh, beef stroganoff. They've got pork chops, mashed potato gravy. They've got fried chicken. They've got all kinds of good stuff over there. Quick Trip, use your Quick Rewards card, and you are going to be good to go. That's our terrific friends over there at Quick Trip. More of the Bill Michaels Show next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Are you taking the Bears seriously? Seriously? Uh, I got one here from Greg who says, I don't even take the Packers seriously. Wow. I guess that's a, that's a valid point. I mean, the Packers have obviously uh, disappointed and did not play their best football in Indianapolis. you got to give Indianapolis some credit. You can't just negate what it is. The Colts did, but uh, do you take the Packers against the Bears? Do you, do you take the Bears seriously? 
Let's go to Tony listening to us in Greendale. Tony, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Yeah, hi, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. Um, you bet. Uh, yeah, I mean, like you say, it's like we say, it, it's a rival. It's a you know division game, rivalry game. Of course, the Bears lost four in a row. They got some pride. They're going to come out like gangbusters to try to you know knock them off, especially on defense. But um, you know, if we don't if we don't give up four turnovers last week. You know that we win that game going away, and, and but the Colts and the Colts are a great team. They're a good team. I've I've watched them through the season, and I was worried about that game myself. And I said, well, you know, you can't have turnovers. But one thing is, is is if the Colts or let's say the Bears start doing something and we don't make adjustments on defense, like you know, like they didn't do anything it seemed in the second half of that game on Sunday to stop that run game in the third quarter. Then you know, then they weren't going to be in big trouble. We could win that game, but it's going to be a field goal or something like that, and it shouldn't be like that. And and just getting to a little different point when it comes to defense with with Patton, I don't know. I think that defense plays bored sometimes. I think they're bored because there's never an adjustment. It's always the same thing. And I think Lafleur is going to want his guy in there, his style. You know, he doesn't have McCarthy's offense. Okay. Why would he want McCarthy's defense? Yeah, it was all right the first year because, you know, he was new in the league. And, you know, but I think it's not that maybe Patton is such a bad defensive coordinator. I think, uh, it, I think it, you know, he has a different style. LaFleur is definitely, I think, going to want something different. I think Patton is going to be gone myself. Uh, and, you know, yeah, I, I don't – I, I guess it's going to depend on how this season plays out, don't you think? I mean, if it ends up being where – this thing just continually goes in the wrong direction. Chances are they're going to probably look for another uh, defensive coordinator. Yeah, but then you know, then they got to start doing things. I mean, you got to adjust. You just can't. You can't let a team that basically, to me, they knocked the run. They they pretty well shut the run down in the first half, which I was very surprised. Okay, they did, mm-hmm. especially when the Colts were trying to go lateral a lot. I mean, right yeah. at that line, that they, they were knocking them down, and all of a sudden, there's these huge holes. Okay, the Colts saw something. Hey. We can't do this anymore. Let's do this. All right, he started working. They're hoping up giant holes, big holes. You know, and they had all this time of possession and everything. Why, why not make an adjustment? You know, and then you got a quarterback who's who's not mobile one bit, but has a nice arm. I mean, you know, he's still good, Philip Rivers, and can still throw a nice ball. Why not? I don't know. Give him more pressure. If they're not getting pressure, it seemed like that. That those four guys were just almost getting there almost all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, you gotta you gotta do things like that. And he just he's too conservative as far as I'm concerned. He's relying on these guys. Okay, you got to get to the quarterback. We're not changing nothing. You know, and because like you say, the guy can't move. I saw him taking a lot of time sometimes in that pocket because we just couldn't get to him. But I don't know. I I and I'm not a guy that really looks, likes change or like a lot of these guys want MVS gone. If I were the Packers, I would throw him the ball as much as they can. You know, this guy's going to be great, and I think he's going to be a great pass packer receiver. He just has to get a little more confidence, a little more concentration, and if it wouldn't have been for him anyway, we wouldn't have even been right. in overtime. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I understand that. I We talked about that after the game, that you wouldn't have been there without Marquez Vettis-Scantling, and it's not like he's a fumble machine. I mean, the guy very rarely fumbles the football. It just came in a very – if he fumbles the football in the beginning of the game, nobody notices it. They say, okay, he went on to make some big catches and big plays. But because of when it happened, he gets 
you know, obviously death threats, which are just bogus, and, and I can't believe anybody would even be that stupid to do something like that. Appreciate the phone call. But going back to uh, the defense, look, things this year, they're, they're just – I had said at the beginning of the season, I didn't think. Last year, Preston and Zedaria Smith career years and sacks, pressures, and everything, okay? The NFL then begins to figure you out. They think, okay, what can we do? to take the pressure off as defensive coordinators and such begin to look and offensive coordinators begin to look at, at defenses and vice versa. So what can we do? And I just said, I, I said, I would be surprised if they have those kind of years again. And you can't just expect that because you have to then morph into something else. Every, because if you stay the same in the NFL, you're actually, you're actually becoming, you're getting worse. Okay. So the question then becomes, what can you do to get better? Well, what did they do? They get rid of Blake Martinez, and then after that, you basically didn't do a lot. You know, you pick up Kirksey, and you just hope that everybody else gets a little bit better, and Kamal Martin maybe becomes a guy that is a standout, that you didn't expect to be that good. And it just it, it hasn't materialized in that manner. 855-830-8648. So you still see... They're moving guys around. They're moving Zedarius to the middle. They're bringing in Rashawn Gary Moore, and you're getting effort out of Rashawn Gary. He just doesn't have a move. And he was never, for those that go, well, he's not getting home. He didn't get home at Michigan. He wasn't a, a big pass rush guy at Michigan. That's what they want him to be. He wasn't that guy. He was a guy that cut off cutback lanes. He forced the closure of the pocket. He forced the running backs to get up the gut. He set edges. He was good at that. But he wasn't this, he wasn't the Reggie White of college football. So I don't expect him to be now either. I just expect him to give effort, and he does. He gives you a big bull rush. He's got a powerful, powerful body. He just doesn't have a move or two. 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls. As a lot of people on hold, hang in there. Doug is in Luxembourg. Doug, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Hey, how you doing, Bill? Yeah, back to the Bears. There's uh, one thing that that uh, worries me about the Bears, and that's Cordero Patterson. He always has good games against the Packers. Mm-hmm. And the Packers' uh, special teams haven't been so hot lately. No, they you know, have the not. The Packers, way the Packers are trending right now, that's a big worry right there. He could personally put 14 or 12 points on the board himself, you know. So there, there's there's a little bit to worry about there. I want to get to the defense, the previous caller. It's not the whole defense. You look, there's two players on that defense that you look at, and they're, it's glaring how poor they're playing. It's Preston Smith and Dean Lowry. The reason mm-hmm. the Packers got gashed in the second half is because Dean Lowry was on the field for those first three drives of the second half. In the first half, I didn't see Dean Lowry on the field at all. There's a guy, There's it's personnel, and they got these guys should not be playing as much as they're playing. It's simple fact. When when they, when they do get a pass rush, they have Zedarius in the middle, and they have Rashawn Gary in there, and they got they got some, some speed and some quickness, and they get a little push. They might not get home, but at least they're putting pressure on them. But, uh... It, to me, it's it's personnel. It's it's two players on defense that are ruining this defense. And they should not well, be on the field I, as much as and they I've, are. I, 
Yeah, I've said it before and I've said it again. You're only as good, and I appreciate the phone call, you're only as good as your weakest link defensively. And Lowry has not lived up to the contract and to the expectation. Um, I, I can say that. When you, when you start looking at, you know, you're going to stay in nickel against the run, you're going to stay in dime against the run. And you're thinking to yourself, where's the beef up front? And they're not using it because it has not gotten home continuously. That's that that's a that that that's a, that's an indictment. That's an indictment of the guys you have. Because if you can't run the beef out there to, to stop the run, that means that means you're not getting it done. That means you're, and we talked about this yesterday. That means if you're, um, if you're Mike Pettin, you're saying, you know what, we got to concede this because I can't run these guys at them because they're not going to get the job done. So I'm just sticking the best guys I have out there, even though I know it's a mismatch. Even though I know I'm not going to get home. Even though I know. That I can't do this or can't do that. It's 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 it is what it is. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Let's step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Some more phone calls, and and when we uh, come back, uh, boy, uh, the uh, the college football playoff rankings came out, and there's some consternation there as well. We'll talk about that. But stay tuned. If you're on hold, stay there. We'll get you. Okay. Hang in there. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers getting ready to face the Chicago Bears. Now, the Packers have lost two of their last four games, including Sunday's 34-31 defeat in overtime against the Colts. Matt LaFleur. We have to execute better in all three phases. It's got to be more consistent. I think that's the biggest takeaway from watching the game. There was elements of, of really good play throughout the entire game. Again, it comes down to the consistency at which we perform and, and coach, and, and we got to do a better job of that. The Bears coming off their bye week, and at 5-5, five and five, desperate for a win. Head coach Matt Nagy. Number one, we all know about the rivalry and how you know what it means to, to our organization and what it means you know, in the NFL history, that this this type of rivalry that we have in front of us. Since I've been here, we're in a position where we've won one out of three, and we know we need to change that. And Leroy Butler learned that he and Charles Woodson are semifinalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Packers left tackle David Bakhtiari congratulated Butler on the air. Hey, I, I got a question for you, though. How does it feel to be a semifinalist for the Hall of Fame? Well, Cinder, you'll be there one day. Um, <laughs> in Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Must we take this disgrace? Another Bears fan throwing insults in our face. The Packers are the greatest team to ever play the game. Even if from time to time they've been a little lame. How could you ever love a team with Jim McMahon? Not even Porky Pig was as big a ham. They got a reputation that's mostly based on luck. The Bears still suck. The Bears still suck. 
Ah, it's Bears Week. Don't you love Bears Week? Rivalry Week in the NFC North. How are we looking? <laughs> Welcome back to the program, the Bill Michaels Show. We continue on. Our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin bring you this portion of the program. And don't forget, if you want to beautify your home, you want to make it more secure, more economical, if you want to make it more valuable, a great way to do it right now, new doors and windows from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And right now through the end of the month, when you get the initial consultation, you think about this and you go, you know what, I'm in. Count me in. I want new windows. I want new doors. I'm good to go. They're going to give you an additional 5% same-day offer right then and there. That's on top of no money down, no payments, and no interest for two years. Two years. You can Pella now and pay later, plus 5% bonus savings. Go to PellaWI.com. PellaWI.com or stop in to the amazing Pella Experience Center. That's Brookfield, Green Bay, and now in Madison as well. And just discover how easy it can be to say yes to our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. All the women now. There you go. How are we looking? Let's go to Dan. <laughs> Getting vocal. How are we looking? Uh, let's go to Dan listening to us in Green Bay. Dan, how are you doing today, buddy? What's up? Oh, good. Uh Hope you're doing well. So basically, one of the things that I wanted to comment on is it just as a fan. I'm not like a fantasy guy. I don't break down every you know situation, but like it really bugs me when we assume and arrogantly assume. I would add that we're just going to go out and we're going to destroy some of these other professional football teams. Like these guys are so good. You made a point in the last segment about how you know Mike Pettin has to put certain players in that he may know specifically are going to lose their matchups, but that's all he's got to work with at that moment. And so he does the best he can with, with what he's got. I like straight up coverage and, you know, balanced uh, kind of breaking things down. I like that, but it just really strikes a nerve for me, at least that we go in assuming that we're going to succeed every single game and that we're going to win every game. And then in some cases we even win and we complain about that because we didn't win by enough. And so you know, I guess that was that was my point that I wanted to make. I think expectation is the root of all heartache, and I think we'd better serve ourselves sometimes and the people around us if we were just happy with the victory instead of feeling like we should have won by more. That was, those are my yeah. thoughts. No, I appreciate it. I, I you, it, they're, they're getting paid too. And every player in the NFL is an NFL player. Okay, you should never just take them completely for granted. Um, there are some teams that are not as talented nor as deep as others, and that I completely agree with. You look at, and that's why we have point spreads, and Vegas puts money on games and such. And I mean, you know, it, it, it is what it is. But um, but nevertheless, it's when you talk about rivalry games and, and just quirky things. Look, if the Packers turn the ball over, that can definitely change the outcome of this contest. Should the Packers lose? No. Could they? Absolutely. Hey, uh, by the way, some uh, news when it comes to the uh, uh, the college ranks. Uh, Alabama's head coach, Nick Saban, will not be coaching in the Iron Bowl. Uh, he has tested positive for COVID and uh, has some mild symptoms. It should uh, keep him uh, sidelined, part, pardon the pun, as he will not be coaching in the Iron Bowl game. Obviously, Minnesota, the cancellation ends a 113-year streak for Paul Bunyan's axe. 
So uh, that's obviously one of the, uh, the right here in our own backyard. But uh, when it comes to some of the breaking news out of college football. And then um, when you talk about the college football playoff rankings, Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, and Ohio State, they round out the top four. Clemson with a loss and Ohio State without a loss, but still Clemson ranks ahead of Ohio State. And I know a lot of Ohio State fans were, were PO'd about this, but look, Clemson has played eight games. You know? Clemson's played more games, and they lost to Notre Dame. You know, Ohio State's only had a few games under their belt, and they've obviously had a, a tough time of it with uh, with some of their games being canceled. So I don't have a problem with it. I really don't. Once you get to the top four, they're all pretty much the same. But when you talk about the, the ass-kissing of the SEC – Oh, my goodness. Texas A&M, number five. Florida, number six. Georgia, number nine. Auburn at number 22 gives the conference five teams in the overall rankings. Georgia, the highest-ranked team with two losses. And they had double-digit defeats to Alabama and Florida. So, I mean, there's some argument there. BYU, I mean, they're undefeated, but then again, they only have a couple of wins over FBS teams. I think it's three, if I'm not mistaken. And Cincinnati, all they can do is play their schedule and win. Their game was canceled because of COVID this weekend. All they can do is play their schedule and win, but they're not going to get a a ton of respect coming out of the American Athletic Conference. So I know there's some consternation out there when it comes to the college football rankings, but it is what it is. Hey, coming up next, uh, looking forward to this, Peter King of NBC Sports, the NFL analyst, is going to join us. That is next on The Bill Michael Show. Sixteen stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.